What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Let's go. Alright, so let's start off with some basketball talk. Let's go, guys. Another episode. It's another day. Same old shit. Let's fucking get into it. So last night, the Nets had a really exciting game against the Atlanta Hawks. KD had a pretty impressive game. Kyrie and KD even gifted two chains their jerseys, which is pretty fucking respectful. Being that two chains is a fucking OG. I love two chains. Most expensive is shit. Like, that's like one of my favorite shows. But besides the point. The Nets have been playing pretty good. They're uh, the winners of three in a row, beating the Heat in two games. And the Hawks last night, 132-128 in overtime. And KD put up 32 points, was 13 for 26 from the field. Trey Young had 28 points for the Hawks. He was only 7 for 22 from the field last night, but knocked down 11 for 12 from the line. Uh, James Harden had 31 points, was 5 for 9 from 3, had 8 rebounds. Kyrie Irving, 26 points. Was 11 for 17 from the field. Seven assists. Pretty decent game from Kyrie. And yeah, the Nets continue to uh, put on some really exciting games. And they end in really close fashion. Last night it was pretty, very close. We contested a contest. It was 27-26 after the first. And then the Nets had a slight lead at halftime. And then they were pretty close in the second half. So added 132-128. The Nets are 12-8. They're second in the Atlantic behind Philadelphia, who's 13-6. and six. Haven't really heard too much about Philly. Haven't been paying attention about them. <clears throat> and the Knicks are in the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. They're finally coming off a West Coast road trip and are playing the Cavs tomorrow. And Austin Rivers has been one of our saviors this season. I'm just going to say that right now. And 
He had 25 points and a half the other night. Pretty impressive, being that he comes off the bench, and he's a pretty good player, being that he's Doc's son. And he was definitely a very good late addition to the Knicks. He was honestly signed like a few days before the start of preseason, I believe. And yeah, he's done nothing but good things. So, speaking of Philly from before, they beat the Lakers last night 107 to 106. Did not see this game. LeBron had 34 points, uh, 12 for 22 from the field, knocked down 8 for 11 from the free throw line. Joel Embiid, 28 points, 8 for 18. He had six rebounds. Ben Simmons, 17 points. Tobias Harris, 24 points last night. Ben Simmons did not attempt a three-pointer last night. Interesting. In 39 minutes. Maybe he's, like, trying to take that out of his game and try to go to a mid-range. I didn't really see the game, so I can't really say it, but... Watch out for Philly. I mean, like, they're ahead of the Nets technically right now by, like, a game or a few games. And it's very close, but it's very early. But they faced the Lakers last night, which could be a potential opponent if they got to the finals and, like, they were capable of beating them in a very close game. Philly was beating them by 10 in the first And it was very close in second. Anthony Davis, 23 points. 0 for 3 from 3. 8 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder, 16 points. 7 for 14. Kyle Kuzma just had 3 points. What the fuck? He's not blowing out crazy right now. Anyway. Let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. And... The storylines that are leading into Tampa Bay. Obviously, like, the Buccaneers, they're coming into a home game, essentially. So, like, you got to feel that they have a slight advantage just in the mindset that they don't have to travel anywhere. They're able to, like, sleep in their own beds the night before, I'm sure, and, like, see their families. And not have to travel to a different city is probably better on, like, their overall, like, health. Not having to be on top of each other on, like, a plane and stuff like that. 
even if they are wearing masks, like, the NFL has gotten pretty lucky that they've been able to get to this point this year for everything that this year has taught us. It's that there could be a solution if measures are taken correctly. And like, obviously things weren't good for a long time. And there were a lot of COVID tests that potentially were going to either, like, halt the season or, like, postpone games, which it did, and then move games around and stuff like that. So it's been a crazy year for the NFL, and I bet they're really happy that it's almost over and that they were able to make the best of the situation that is at hand. And obviously, another storyline is if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, it's his seventh Super Bowl, his tenth Super Bowl that he's ever been in. Obviously, losing two to the Giants. The G, man. Yeah, let's go. We'll always have that over Brady. Tom Brady, crazy guy. But Tom Brady is playing out of his mind right now, and he's been nothing but impressive. Obviously, he was able to lead a completely different team to the Super Bowl in his first season in a new city and a new system. And obviously, there were many reports that he wasn't really happy with how Bruce Arians was coaching him. And obviously Tom Brady's the GOAT, so, like, you can't really coach Tom Brady in, like, any crazy sense that he hasn't been coached before. So it's good that they were able to coexist and Tom Brady was able to overcome many things and learn to work with Scotty Miller as an emerging wide receiver in this league who is an underdog, obviously, because he's an undersized guy. And then getting Rob Gronkowski to come out of retirement was a huge factor for the Bucks' success. Tom Brady was able to have basically a security blanket with him at all times, and Rob Gronkowski, they're like, Destined to score touchdowns, they have, like, the most touchdowns, like, ever between a quarterback and a receiver, tight end, whatever. And Mike Evans had a great season this year. Is nothing but a powerhouse. He's able to take the game into his own hands. And he has great speed, and he can catch the ball down the field, so... Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, he's very exciting to watch, and especially he could catch the ball and be versatile in those regards. So 
let's see how playoff Lenny performs in the Super Bowl. And let's see if he can be Super Bowl Lenny. So on Monday, Kith released a collection with the Simpsons, like I mentioned. And I got a t-shirt that's basically like a portrait of the Simpsons, just like pretty basic t-shirt. I try to do this with every collab just to get like a basic thing that you can either like put away or rock like whenever you want to just rock. So pretty simple thing. And then I got two fitted hats that were a collab with New Era and Kith with the Simpsons. Got one that has Bart on it. It's like an embroidered Bart on the hat. Pretty different. And then a Homer one just for the hell of it. I was trying to get anything and the bots were taking everything. So when that happens, you just try to get anything in your size that you potentially want. So that stuff is coming in the mail today. UPS, don't fucking lose my shit this time, please. Did not appreciate that when that happened. And I appreciate that they refunded me, but like I really wanted that Nike kit sweatshirt. Like I had the confirmed emails and everything. Like they really fucked me over on that. And if you like Kith as much as I do, like that fucking really fucking bothered me. <laughs> it was not cool. So I think if you pay attention to UFC, you might have seen during the uh, press conference that Connor was talking about Dustin Poirier's hot sauce. And I love hot sauce in general. So, like, when I found out that he had hot sauce, and I'm pretty sure that Theo Vaughn, one of my favorite comedians, I think he has something to do with it also. They're both from, like, Louisiana, and it's Louisiana hot sauce. And, like, they're really good friends. So, like, I gave it a try. And, obviously, Connor, like, raised it up in the air during the uh, press conference, the standoff. And I was like, yeah, I should try this. And I bought it after he won. So supporting a small business, obviously. And Dustin Poirier, after he won the fight, was like, yeah, like this doesn't really excite me anymore. I want to like just focus on selling my hot sauce. Like if that's the case, like I was like, okay, so. This hot sauce must be good. So I copped it. Another product that I got is from the brand Cookies, which is obviously a marijuana company out of California. And this product is a CBD and like a mushroom, which aren't the psilocybin mushrooms, which I have dabbled in before. But they're, like, not psychoactive. It's supposed to, like, help you, like, focus on, like, trying these capsules that 
they come in. So, like, I'll review that when I try that. When I think I'm getting that later on also. Another thing that I did one time when I was a little elevated, I was uh, kind of just, like, on my computer. I was just chilling. I was, like, I haven't got a Nike ID in a long time. And back in the day, I used to, I made, like, one or two, I think. And one of them was, like, a really cool KD that I inspired, like, off of a Galaxy KD4. And it was, like, a KD, like, 7. It was, like, silver and shit. But anyway, Nike ID is really cool if you have, like, cool colors and, like, a vision that you want to do. So I made, like, these Air Force Ones that... Or like kind of purple, like cream, kind of like they're pretty cool. Like I kind of just saw the color and it looked cool. Looks like you could wear them with like jeans or khakis or like something like that. So pretty clean pair. I'm probably gonna post those on my Instagram. I just kind of wanted to have like a one of one pair and I haven't done that in a while. So that's that. And yesterday, Mike Tyson's podcast dropped for this week, and it was Tiafimo Lopez, who I've talked about on here before. He's a fighter out of Brooklyn, boxer, and he's the undisputed champ of the world. Lightweight, and he's like the linear champ. He has all the belts, and... It was a great conversation with him and Mike Tyson. His dad is his trainer. He's brought him up through the ranks with him. And it's just like a really cool story to see a 23-year-old kid. and He's won the undisputed crown of boxing in his division. And obviously, people like... Gervonta Davis and Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia are all potential opponents for him down the line. And Mike Tyson called Devin Haney, who's a decent fighter. And there's a lot of like hype about him in some regards, like he's an interim champ and stuff like that. And I, and Tiafimo Lopez's dad was, like, talking shit to him, just like how he was talking to Lomachenko when they were in the hotel. It was, like, a viral thing that kind of, like, got the contract to be talked about. So, yeah, his dad is a very integral part in, like, his business. And they have their takeover promotion, which is, like, their own boxing promotion so they can do events and like he has a lot of pull because he has every single title in every organization so they talked a lot about fighting and inspirations and Mike Tyson was talking about 
Customato as he always does, which is his trainer, and it's always very inspiring stuff from Mike. And he's one of the people that I look up to because he's someone that was able to turn his life around after he was going through a lot of hardship. And like, obviously, like everybody goes through their own hardships. So he's a very inspiring figure, and he was becoming. Not even, he has become a mogul in different spaces, and he's trying to just make people happy at the end of the day. He's trying to entertain people, he's trying to do a lot with his cannabis company, Tyson Ranch, and he's doing nothing but good things. And I hope one day I'm able to go to the Tyson Ranch and stay there because it's going to be open in like a year or so in California. And I've never been to California. I've always wanted to go. And I don't think there would be anything more that I would want to do than make a trip to the Tyson Ranch and go chill out there and do some mushrooms, smoke, chill out there, see what it's all about. Because I've been hearing about it for couple of years on his podcast now very intrigued by what he has going on and yeah I find Mike Tyson to be an inspiration But to get back to my Super Bowl pick, sorry I got off track. I do have the Bucks because they have the advantage and being that it's their field. Patrick Mahomes could put on a great show and see if he could connect with Tyreek Hill and see if Daryl Williams can have a big game like how he's been playing. Obviously, Travis Kelsey needs to have a really big game, and their defense needs to try to keep the Packers uh, Packers, <laughs> Buccaneers at bay. And if they can, maybe they could become two-time champs back-to-back. Obviously, it would be cool to see Andy Reid win two in a row and then see how many in a row they would be able to win. But, like, Tom Brady is the overall GOAT, and Patrick Mahomes is the young GOAT. And this is honestly a matchup that I think people want to see as, like, a passing of the torch. See if Brady could pull out one more incredible performance in a Super Bowl and get number seven and breaking news holy shit the Sean Watson officially requests trade from the Houston Texans and there's been a lot of speculation that just got reported like 10 minutes ago just looked at my phone wow so 
I'm wondering where he's going to go. Is he going to go to the Jets? Is he going to go to the Jaguars? Adam Schefter reported, so he must mean business. He signed the four-year, $156 million contract extension in September and has a contract through the 2025 season. And he has no trade clause in his contract. And apparently, like, he wasn't happy because, like, he, he didn't like the hiring process of the general manager that they just hired, Casario, in Houston. I don't know why, but I guess, like, maybe he needed, like, more uh, quality players around him to be able to buy into what they had potentially going on there and yeah it'll be interesting to see if he goes to the Jets or the Jaguars or the Rams we'll see but that's reported by Adam Schefter so a little baseball news so the Mets traded Stephen Matz to the Blue Jays yesterday for a few prospects. And Masahiro Tanaka is reportedly going back to Japan after seven years with the New York Yankees. Sad to see him go. He'll be returning for the Rakuten. Oh, the Rakuten. That's a brand. Never mind. Rakuten Golden Eagles in the Nippon Professional Baseball League. Japanese professional baseball is fucking lit. That was like one of like the only sports that was fucking on TV when... There was nothing on TV at the beginning of the pandemic, so like maybe they'll have some Japanese baseball with Masahiro Tanaka because like he's such a global superstar and has the appeal. Like crazy, they couldn't pay him enough to stay in America, I guess, or he just wanted to go home. Maybe he was just like, "Yo, fuck this shit, I'm out." <laughs> But uh, I guess thank you, Masahiro, for your time as a New York sports figure. So, a movie that I watched on Netflix the other day, it was like trending, so like I checked it out. It's called The White Tiger. It's kind of about the servant. And he kind of, like, cons his way into being, like, one of, like, the biggest entrepreneurs in India. It's honestly a crazy story. I can't really explain it, like, to the best of my ability. But, like, 
definitely worth a watch. It was kind of cool. And, um, yeah, another show that I really like is Your Honor, which is on Showtime. That comes back this week. And it was off last week, so. It's a very intense show. I recommend binging it. It's fucking great. I love those intense shows. Obviously, I'm waiting for Power uh, to come back, which is going to be the Kanan spinoff, which is going to be like the bio of 50 Cent, essentially, with like things switched up and shit. So I'm a big fan of those shows. And I saw this advertisement for this movie with Denzel Washington called The Little Things. It looks like a very crazy movie. I think Jared Leto's in it, and it goes exclusively to HBO Max on January 29th, which is tomorrow, so that's going to be a crazy movie to watch this weekend. And, yeah. Looking forward to... Getting this kith in the mail. Looking forward to seeing if the Knicks could get back on their winning ways like how they were earlier on in the season. See if the Rangers could actually get a win. The Rangers have been struggling. One four and one. They played a night against Buffalo, who they lost to couple days ago, so we'll see what happens with them. I'm really liking Lil Skies' project. He's an artist that I've really gravitated towards over the last couple of years. And a few songs that stick out are the songs with Lil Durk, Having My Way, um, Sky High, and Excite Me with Wiz Khalifa. Uh, New Young Thug is coming out at midnight tonight, reportedly. He released some album art for it. So I'll do a recap if he does in fact drop tonight. But it looks like he is. But until then, guys, this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Thank you for listening. And peace the fuck out.